Ken and Coquel like putting things in number order. Order, order, order. Five, four, three, two, one. It's time for the electrical standings. It's back. Electrical standings five through one today. The words you always pronounce correctly. The words you always pronounce correctly. Five through one. Coquel, go. Number one, table. A lot of people get confused and say table. Mm. I get a table every single time. I nail that word. Common mistake. Number two, it's not boot. It's butt with the extra T there. It's not butt. It's butt. Number three, garage. That's a tough one. You could say garage. Mm. It's garage. Mm -hmm. Number four, target. Target is a word. I've heard people say target. It's not French. We're in America. Red, white, and blue. (laughs) It's target. And, of course, one that everyone struggles with that I always get correct, car. Mm, yes, yes. Um, that's five through one for Coquel. Words you always pronounce correctly. Target. This is America. You're such a meatball. Five through one. Words you always pronounce correctly. Egg. Not oh. egg. Egg. Chicago. Not Chicago. Chicago. Rope at number three. Rope. Rope's a good one. Number two. Forlorn. Forlorn, number two. Number two, forlorn. Two syllables, forlorn. And number one, I always pronounce football correctly. That's football, not foosball, football. And those are your electrical standings, words you always pronounce correctly here on this Wednesday on ESPN 106.3. By the way, urgent Dolphins training camp report. Urgent, 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 urgent. Tua Tungavailoa has already thrown two interceptions today. But, Coquel. Before you say ragarm, he had just threw a 60-yard touchdown to Albert Wilson. This according to Travis Wingfield, the Port St. Lucie product. There it is. Albert Wilson on the receiving end of a bullet, a rope from Tua Tungavailoa. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you know what that means. It's football season. Mm-hmm. We're back. Feels We're good. back. Ken Levick alive featuring oh, What did Zach Wilson do today? What, oh, oh, oh what, what did he do today? Oh, nothing. He's holding out the turd. <laughs> Wait, I thought you loved the guy. No, trade him. Trade him <laughs> and two number ones for Rodgers and Love. Boom. Who, who says no? We Zach should, Wilson, uh, two first-round draft picks for Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love. <laughs> huh? Huh? So you went from I love him, I love his hair, and you refollowed Mom as well, and now you're on the trade Zach Wilson train. Yeah. Because I, he's holding out. I mean, what are you holding out for? Every other quarterback is signed. You're on a pay scale, dude. Offset language. That's what this is about. Uh, offset language. Are, uh, you, are you that sure that you're going to get cut in three years? You're worried about offset language? Because that's what that means. Offset language just means when other teams pay him that he doesn't get paid double. He wants double. He wants the Jets to keep paying him and money from the new, the new team. The Jets say, no, if we cut you and you sign with someone else, we get that money back, whatever you sign for. Like, really? That's what we're doing here? Number one franchise? Barbie doll, Ken doll, oh, whatever man. you are. Like, the, come on. The Jets are going full Jets, and Zach Wilson's going full Jets. They're perfect. And stop posting Instagram pictures of your girlfriend saying, like, this is my boo and my love. Like, just get in the film room. <laughs> oh, man. I love I love football, Coquel. Uh, the, the, the story that has completely taken over, has completely taken over this country right now, is the thing that ended up being most contentious yesterday here on the show And that's the discussion about Simone Biles. And it is no longer just uh, her leaving the team competition after one vault. It is now that she is out 
of the individual all-around competition at the Olympics as well. She's the defending champion there. And then uh, there's a good chance you would think now she's going to pull herself out of the individual event competition as well. And so now we're in a spot where the most decorated gymnast in American history, the rich American tradition of championship after championship, gold after gold, and she is the best. She is the top And this might be the last time she ever competes. And she is leaving the Olympics early because of mental issues, because of mental concerns. This is not physical. This is mental. And the way she explained it yesterday was, hey, I am the face of this Olympic team. And I've been struggling with my mental health. And I felt it was best for my team if I no longer competed. Think about that. The greatest gymnast in the history of the sport saying my team is better off without me. As you can imagine, this has been met with a lot of scorn, a lot of lack of understanding, certainly support as well. But I've seen a lot of she's failed her country. What if this was Tom Brady and Michael Jordan? And I think that there is a legitimate question that comes out of this. All the gold medals, all the championships, all of the discussion about her greatness, but she's going to end her career by leaving the Olympics early by walking away from her team because of mental health issues. What is Simone Biles' legacy going to end up being? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Get on Twitter at ESPN West Palm. Her legacy, are we going to remember her 10 years from now for her championships and her greatness and the moves named after her? Or are we going to remember her most for the mental health problems that forced her out of Tokyo and the perception that she quit on her team, that she left her team? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. There is only one human being in the ESPN West Palm offices that can speak to what it's like being a professional athlete. Yeah, and it's, it's a hard life I've lived, Ken, but, um, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm making an adjustment to regular civilian life here as the yeah. producer of oh, Ken Levick Alive. Yeah, needless to say, we were not talking about Coquel. Oh. Uh, but a, a man who's We been saw a- you racing them pigs, man. We know <laughs> you ain't the athlete. You were my coach. Oh, yeah, good point. <laughs> That's how I know. That's harsh, man. That is real harsh. Hey, if you're going to be a pro athlete racing pigs, Coquel, you got to be up for the critique as well. Next okay? year, we're co- we coming. All yeah. right. Uh, but but Dean Thomas spent a lot of time in mixed martial arts, a lot of time in the early uh, period of what we know now is the UFC. And now you coach some of the top fighters and have coached some of the top fighters in the world. And so, Dean Thomas, you hear him every day, 3 to 5. Josh Cohen and the home team here on ESPN 106.3. I just felt like... Bringing you in to, to talk about the mental health aspect of this is significant. So, first off, just what you've seen, what you saw, and what you heard from Simone Biles yesterday, and what you know about being a pro athlete and coaching pro athletes. What did you make of her after one vault saying, I don't have it, I'm out, you guys are going to have to do this without me? Well, first off, let me say this, is that being involved in mixed martial arts, I think that's probably the sport where people suffer from the most mental health issues. I mean, you get inside of a cage mm-hmm. and you do and you try to beat somebody up and for the for the crowd, you know, for It's like the <laughs> so most like, yeah. basic yeah. the most basic mm-hmm. human savagery is your sport. Right. Gladiators. So, yeah, 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 it's gladiator stuff. And, and for 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 a crowd and money. So like 
most of the people I deal with have mental issues, which mm-hmm. is why I'm a big proponent of it. Mm-hmm. So I do a lot for mental health. Um, and what I saw from this young lady was someone who was troubled, someone who needed help, and someone who needed to get out of competition immediately. And Ken, what you spoke about earlier in terms of what will her legacy be, mm-hmm. I think that her legacy will be how great she was as opposed to, and should not only be remembered for how great she was, but how brave she was for having the courage to stand up for herself and step down yeah. and then put the weight back on the team. I just, my thing yesterday, because we talked about if she in the moment yesterday failed. And we had a lot of different responses, whether it was, hey, she didn't fail. She had nothing left to prove. I tend to fall on that side. But also in the moment, like she didn't step up on the biggest stage. So uh, people were trying to say that, yeah, she failed. While also acknowledging the mental health issues and how important it was. Like, hey, from a competitive standpoint, she didn't follow through. She failed. But when you are competing, when you have a mental lapse like she did, or if you have in the octagon, doesn't that open you up to potential catastrophic effects if you're not all there? Man, I've seen people get mauled from not being 100% focused on a task or wanting to be there. So what she did, while it may have looked bad and while it may we can say what we want, but she did the right thing mm-hmm. by saying, listen, I'm not going to go out there and not only risk you know, losing for the team, but also I'm not going to risk my health. I'm not going to be trying to do some crazy flip, not be focused, and break my neck. Yeah, and that's the thing. And that's, this is what Coquel and I were talking about. Coquel was, and I'm not trying to like pile on you, but you, you had said yesterday she failed. that she failed. She did fail. And it, it, after having a night to, to sleep on it, do you still think, in retrospect, that she, she failed herself and failed the team yesterday? Yes. I, I still think she failed. And I don't think that means she's a failure as a person. I think they, this growth and being able to step out and not go back again shows how strong she is as a person. But for that competition and in this Olympics, she failed at what she was doing. I, what bothers me more is the reaction, the overreaction of celebration of like she did something great. Her coming back, ESPN on their Instagram had a huge thing about her cheering on her teammates after. Like, of course she's going to cheer on her teammate. What else would you do in that situation besides cheer on your teammates? So... I want to hear your response to that, Dean, because like, Coquel's not having it like that Simone Biles should be called brave or should be heralded and commended for what she did. Let me just, before you go, Dean, let me, she can be brave as a person, but still fail as an athlete. Yeah, and I agree with that. And I, I 100% agree with that. She did fail. There's no, but there's nothing wrong with failing. Failing is human. And I think that's what makes her so brave is the fact that she, that she failed and admitted to it and said, I can't do this. I think that is what the story is. But do you think she should be commended for that? Because Coquel seems to be uh, taking a little bit of offense to the fact that ESPN is focusing on her and praising her for what she she did, acknowledging that she had the issue. I don't necessarily think that she should be, like, we should bend over backwards to praise her right now for it. Was that a gymnastics pun? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and (laughs) we shouldn't do cartwheels over it right now, (laughs) Uh but... But I think that there is a time and a place for it, you know. But I think the fact that she did bow out, we need to put the attention on the other teammates and, you know, and celebrate but them as opposed to what she did. She also did, though, and I'm going to read you, and, and keep it in mind, back to what Dean was saying about injuries. If you have a mental lapse, the yips in the air, in the vault, like she under rotated what was supposed to be two and a half flips into one and a half. 
she could have paralyzed herself. And because she's such a great athlete, um, she has what I've read gymnasts call the twisties, where you become disoriented in midair. And she, you don't know what's up, what's down, and that's where these catastrophic injuries happen. And that happened to her, and she was like, I'm bailing. I'm out. As soon as I feel that, I'm leaving. This is from Dan Wetzel, okay? On Simone quitting on her team, she actually saved it. Her vault scored a 13.76. That's brutally low. It was .5 below her teammates and .7 below the lowest Russian score. Russia took a commanding lead because of it. The U.S. would not have won silver if she's scoring like that. So if she continued that scoring trend, the United States would have won bronze or would have fallen out of medals completely. So she took herself out of competition knowing that she might be keeping her squad from a medal. Isn't there something to be said for that? Tom Brady throws two picks in the first quarter of the Super Bowl and then says, nah, the pressure's too much because she did say that. The pressure of having the whole team on her back was too much. That did come out yesterday. So like, if Tom Brady does that, we're not sitting here saying, great job, Tom Brady. Great job by putting in Jameis Winston or whoever their backup was last year. <laughs> Uh, definitely not, not James. James you know what I went yeah. Bucks quarterback in uh-huh. my head, but great job letting the backup ride out down the stretch. We're not praising him. I just, I, and I, and again, I salute her for taking care of herself, but as an athlete in that moment on the biggest stage with goats on her feet, she's got to perform or you, you just don't get the extra credit just because you're a nice person. Uh, she's, she's also the greatest gymnast of all time. Uh, to me, she has nothing left to prove. Yeah, that's, and that's the way I see it, too. She's got nothing left to prove. I think she's proved enough already. And the fact that she did bow out, I commend her for that, but I'm not going to praise her in a sense of, like, take attention away from everybody else just yeah. to praise her. But I do think that it was, it was honorable what she did. What is Simone Biles' legacy? Is it going to be all of the medals, all the championships, or is it going to be in likely her final Olympics appearance walking off due to mental issues, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, and tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. I am having a very hard time being critical, and I'm having a hard time separating the athlete from the bravery of the person because of, A, what I've already said, she has nothing left to prove. She's been incredible. She has moves named after her. The scoring on her has been unfair for years because judges don't know how to score it because of the degree of difficulty. Um, but also, she's the last of the Larry Nasser U.S. gymnasts that remains on this team. She was part of the sexual assault that was rampant in the U.S. gymnastics team. She hung on an additional year because the Olympics were delayed. She wanted to be done with it. Last year was going to be it for her. And she ended up coming back because she wanted to have a final Olympics to pass the torch to the new generation. And I just wonder if that one year, because in gymnastics, just like MMA, one year can be a decade in terms of your age and what you're able to do and your confidence. If she has been around for one year too long, and this is the end result. And I am very, very sympathetic to that for a multitude of reasons. And you should be sympathetic to that because, like, she's trying to take care of herself. But at the same time, to Coquel's point, is that not everyone has to agree with it. You know, like, mm-hmm. she, I mean, she did. Oh, fail. no, Coquel contractually yeah. obligated to agree with oh. my opinion. <laughs> yes, yeah, Ken's right. Oh, is that, is that true? Yeah. But she did, she did fail. She failed herself. She failed her team. But that's okay. We're human. Uh, when in fighting, and I don't know, you could, you're usually good about this, but I don't want to put you in a tough spot, but when in fighting, have you seen someone who just 
it, there's that mental block, and you know they're done. Like, that's it. They'll never be the same again. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it's it's evident. Like, Tyron Woodley, you know, Tyron Woodley, you know, in his MMA career, as soon as he lost that belt, I knew it was over. And yeah. I was hoping that he would, I was hoping that he would bow out. But, you know, to, he couldn't bow out because he had to, he had that same Coquel mentality of, I got to do this for my people. There's people riding on me. Got to show so out. I got to show out for yeah. my people. I done said I was a champ. I done came out with my own song, I Beat Your Booty. Yeah. And now I got to show out. It's my, me and my wife's wedding song, by oh, the way. Oh, that, that was it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good choice. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you, you, I mean, you've seen it firsthand. And I've seen it. And, and, that's just, and that's probably the most high-profile case. But I've seen it with a lot of guys. I've seen guys go into fights not wanting to and getting mauled. Yeah. And, I, and I'm thinking to myself, man, I probably should have told him to not fight. I just, I hate this conversation of, oh, this is what happens with this generation. Snowflakes. Uh, Simone Biles is an example of the soft generation that's being raised. Uh, what a kind of example is that? I, I think she set a great example. I, I don't know. I, I think that for, for her to acknowledge, hey, there's an issue here. There's some potential burnout here, and on the biggest stage, say, I'm confident enough to walk away. That's big, because I'm not confident to walk away from taking a day off of damn work if I'm feeling burned out, let alone in Tokyo in the Olympics. I've been trying to host. I'm hoping you take some days off, yeah. get, my, get my hosting up. But yeah. since when in sports, so are we evaluating who's the nicest person and does the good things? Like, why is that? the? But like, you're, well, you're, you're going to, she's the GOAT because of character reasons. No, she's the GOAT because she's won more gold medals but than anybody. You're, you're giving her bonus points for the character stuff, which sports aren't evaluated that way. She failed this Olympics. She can do something great as a person and still fail in, in the Olympics. But this is one tiny chapter of what's been the most illustrious career in the history of the sport, the most dangerous sport arguably on the planet. I've heard people dog Peyton Manning for winning a Super Bowl with not a lot of passing yards, and they still dog him out and say he was washed. Well, and the, he won the Super Bowl. There is a such thing as a dopey sports take, too, and dopey sports but thoughts. it's a lot of people that say that, Ken. That's the way sports talk well, radio goes. there's a goes. lot of dopes out there. What is Simone Biles' legacy? Is it the golds or is it yesterday and walking off and having mental concerns? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776 on Twitter at ESPN West Palm. Dino, thank you. That was really good insight. Appreciate it. Josh Cohen and the home team 3-5 to five today. Appreciate you, man. Peace, y'all. Dean Thomas. Uh, when we return here on Ken Levick Alive, uh, we need to have a very important conversation, a very important conversation about cleaning yourself mm. and about showering and about bathing because two A-list, you'd say they're A-list stars, two A-list yeah. stars are at some point in their career. They're A-list yeah, stars. in Hollywood have some thoughts about how often one should bathe. Before we get to that, I want to tell you about Lawler and Associates, personal injury attorneys, Pat Lawler. He's our sports agent, sports law insider. Joins us every Tuesday here on Ken Levick Alive. He always smells nice. So he I know always, he bathes, He's well quaffed and he is well groomed. Pat Lawler, Lawler and Associates, personal injury attorneys. They're taking care of all your personal, uh, personal injury matters, whether it is automobile or motorcycle or boating or a slip and fall. They've got you and they're working for you and you can trust them. They are working for you at Lawler and Associates, personal injury attorney. Sometimes it's a skeezy field. They are not that. They want to make sure you get what you deserve. Get your free consultation, wanttolawyerup.com. That's wanttolawyerup.com. That's Lawler & Associates, Lawler & Associates, Pat Lawler, our guy, wanttolawyerup.com. Talking about washing in Hollywood. When we come back, he's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.